Finnovate showcases cutting-edge banking and financial technology through a global conference series featuring short-form demos and thought leadership. Now, the conversation continues on the Finnovate podcast. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of the Finnovate Podcast. Joining me today, we have Steve Ramirez, the CEO of Beyond the Arc. You may have seen Steve at Finnovate Fall Digital last week, where he was chairing a session for us. Steve, thanks so much for joining me on the podcast. Hey, Greg, always a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Likewise. So, um, you know, I think let's, let's keep it pretty brief. I think most people know uh, who you are at this point. But for anybody who has been living under a rock, doesn't know who you are and what Beyond the Arc is, can you give us just a quick overview? for uh, anybody listening? Sure, so I'm the CEO of Beyond the Arc and we are a customer experience and data science agency. And what we do in financial services is help organizations with digital transformation. So it's how do you take these highfalutin ideas around FinTech, AI, uh, and how do you really put them to work? And how do you actually, how do you really use it to solve business problems? That, that's what we do as a team. Well, I'm sure you've got quite a few things that we could be talking about, but I think one of the things that we really want to focus on today is this idea about partnerships in fintech. I think this has been an issue that has always been, or at least for the last couple of years, has uh, been an, on the Finnovate stage and on the tip of the tongues of people in our audience. And this question of how banks and fintech should work together was certainly an undercurrent at Finnovate Fall this year too, um, right in line with what you're talking about and really allowing banks to engage digitally in a way they haven't before. And I think there was a moment on Twitter which got a little bit of traction where a major bank executive said, we don't consider vendors as partners. Boom. Right. This is a very different take, I think, from a lot of people that, uh, that a lot of people would espouse. And so, you know, uh, we don't get a statement like that from a big bank. It, it is understandable, uh, the position, but what's your response to that? You know, do you think you know, are fintechs who think they're partnering with banks kidding themselves? I, I think it comes down to what the banks are looking for. You know, if you're looking for a, uh, a commodity product that you think you can just pull off the shelf and just plug into your operations as a bank or a credit union, if that's what you're looking for, you know what? Maybe you just need a vendor. <laughs> right? Right. But if you yeah. think that, but if you think that that's going to lead to uh, deeper engagement with customers, going to transform customer experience, is going to help you invent new ways of doing business. Mm, I don't think you're going to get all that from a vendor. That, that's at least my take, Greg. I don't, I don't know what you think about that. Well, I think I, I tend to agree. I think that you know you can look at a vendor relationship. Um, you know, do you partner with Microsoft, who handles your Outlook 365 type of accounts, or are they a partner? Are they a vendor? But I think your your idea is spot on. The idea that you know the more you invest in the relationship with a fintech, the more you can get out of it. And if you're looking for you know plug and play solution, you can just buy it off the shelf. Then uh, that's one thing. But if you're looking for somebody who can really kind of be with you through a moment of crisis, you know we've seen companies who've done this very well, who've partnered with fintechs, really engaged as a partnership, and have done some impressive things. You know, uh, one that comes readily to mind is. Uh, the PPP Bank, which was a partnership by Citizen Bank of Edmond, who just won Best FinTech Partnership at uh, the Finnovate Awards, obviously is a really unique one. But that's the type of story that, you know, that's not a vendor relationship at that point. That's two forces joining together to do something really cool. And that I think is a little bit different from a vendor relationship, you know. So one of the things, I know you talked on, you chaired the future tech track for us. And one of the ideas that came out of that was around the growing interconnectedness of fintech. 
and, and how all these pieces are really starting to merge together. Can you expand on that idea a little bit? Yeah, and I think that this is a natural sort of follow-up here. And I think that for really to get fintech that is going to transform the customer experience, it requires more than just technology. And that the, and to deliver on that, that there is really this entire, I think about it as a customer-centric ecosystem that is taking shape. And that's the FIs, that's fintech, that's big tech players too. That is, you know, Google and Apple and Amazon. It's a variety of different industry verticals, all of these things coming together. And yeah, it's about APIs and it's about, you know, artificial intelligence as some of the enabling technology. But all of this has to come together and, and, and the ones who are successful with fintech, in my opinion, know how to synthesize all this. This all comes together with a clear strategy and a clear action plan. And that's what's next. Like, I think that we've learned that, Greg. You know, if I think about 10 years of, of, of Finnovate, it's not a, the solution. The technology is only one small piece of, the, of what you need to be successful with fintech. Totally. Yeah, I think there's a lot of pieces around it. Obviously, the technology has to be there, right? It has to be at that level where it, it functions, but it also has to be presented in a way that's compelling. It has to have this kind of real world road test element to it. It has to be something that's easy for banks to engage with. And you know, just to underscore the point a little bit, yesterday, uh, my phone died. Bummer moment, right? But I, you know, totally. on the plus side, I get to go get a new phone. So hooray. Um, I go to uh, apple.com, picking out my iPhone, and I spec it all out. And at the end, it's like, you know, give your service provider. Uh, so I type in, you know, Verizon. And then said, do you want to put this on installments or do you want to pay the amount up front? And I'm like, well, 0% interest. I'm always going to take the installments, right? That's just free money. Um, and at the end, you know, I, I literally wasn't sure who actually I was getting the micro loan from because there was an Apple branded on there and Apple Pay was, was a logo up there. There was Verizon brand up there. And obviously, there's my own credit card. And so I'm looking at this seemingly simple transaction, purchasing one piece of technology. And I have three potential providers who are offering to give me a loan at 0% interest. And I wasn't sure which one was which. So you know, who's my financial institution in that moment? Is it Apple? Is it Verizon? Is it my credit card? Right? These are three very big companies. Um, but this is really, I think, underscores how connected everything is and how blurry the lines are getting. So is Apple a partner with Verizon in that moment? Are they facilitating a transaction outside of it? This is, again, where it gets really sticky and where I think, you know, obviously, there's room for it to be cleaned up dramatically. But I think it really gets to the heart of what you're saying about how tightly woven everything is becoming. I think, Greg, that's exactly it. And if you are a credit union or a bank and you're thinking, you're looking at that scenario and thinking about, you know, gee, I want my debit card to be top of wallet. It's like, right. top of what wallet? Right. <laughs> There's no wallet there. Um, so I think that the, the key success factor is not just having the right technology or even the right business case um, or even the right strategy, but it's like, what is the business model that you're trying to pursue? How are you going to rethink that? And you know, I think that that requires a level of support and expertise that you're not going to get from, you know, you've got to, you've got to cultivate that and find that in the ecosystem, right? That level of thinking is something that needs to come to your institution. And, you know, it also all has to come together at the right time, right? So I think if we think about like what makes 
fintech successful or more, more, more likely, what makes it more successful for an FI to really you know, succeed with fintech? There's so much more than the technology. It, it really is all of these pieces coming together. And, and honestly, maybe that's why it's so hard. Right? It's, it's so difficult because you do have to line up so many things to be able to get the positive outcomes that you're looking for. Totally, totally. And I think, so let, let's come back now and come back to this, where we, where we started, this idea of partnerships and partnerships in fintech and, and where you know, banks, it, it makes sense for them to partner. So knowing that you've got all these interconnected pieces, you know, how does that change the conversation then around partnership? Because now we're talking about all of a sudden a fairly muddy ecosystem with a lot of different players. Who could you even partner with in that moment? You know, there's maybe multiple partners going on. Um, does, does the sort of ecosystem that we're talking about preclude the ability to have a partnership type of model? Well, you know, what that brings to mind for me, Greg, is so that the FDIC is actually has a, has a question on the table about whether there should be some fintech training and perhaps certification for FIs um, that would actually help them to understand these issues and to be able to tackle them, right? Because I think that for, for a lot of cases, they have to understand like, well, what are they, are they even ready to partner? What should they be looking for in a partner? How should they select a partner? And, and right now, I think that there are some best practices and those are not, those are not questions of the Sphinx, you know, like we can answer those questions, but a lot of banks are not skilled yet um, to be able to address them. So I think that, yes, it is possible to have a partnership, but you as a bank need to learn a lot more about what that means. And you may have really significant skill gaps that you can address to successfully identify the right partners and implement those solutions. Uh, so let's turn this into something more concrete here, because I think some some actual advice would be good. So, you know, what are the signs that an FI is is right for a fintech partnership? You know, how do I, as a banker, know that I'm ready, that I need to go out there and find a fintech partner? So I think it's really quickly that there's five things. I think that the and I think about in terms of the, there's five R's or five things you have to get right. I think the first thing is on the strategy. This has to be about solving a specific problem. And I believe that that's a customer-centric problem. So you have to have a clear sense of what problem you're trying to solve. I think that you have to have the, the next thing that you have to get right is the business case. So that really gets into you know, the kind of the fit your budget, you know, your processes, but there's a, there's a, there's a business case. And then the technology solution itself, you've got to get the right solution, but a lot of people stop there. Like, okay, great. We got the business case. We got the strategy. We got the solution. Boom, we're done. But it's like, no, I think that the two missing pieces usually that people don't consider is one is, do you have the right support? And this is kind of that thinking, like, do you have the expertise either from your own staff or externally through consultants like us who can help you with the business model, with your customer acquisition, with your, your IT integration? There's a whole support that's required. That's the fourth R, the right support. And then if all that's right, you still got to get the right timing. And, you know, Greg, this is what I'm seeing a lot is like there's people trying to swallow the ocean. They want, they love it. They, there's a lot of fintech solutions. They want to pursue more than they can handle at one time. So I think you got to get the timing right too. So I think that those five, if you can get, if you sort of nail those five things, that kind of tells you. And if you can't, or if you're not ready, that says this is not the, this is not the, this is not the right path for you at this time. 
Yeah, and I think that that strategy and really looking at it from the standpoint of what are we trying to solve, what hole are we trying to plug, you know that that is it sounds simple, but it's not. And one of the biggest challenges I think any organization, any any human being has is kind of owning up to their own gaps in their knowledge and and figuring out where you don't have the experience that you need, the expertise that you need, and and trying to plug those holes externally makes a lot of sense. Um, you know, we're we're about out of time here, but let's tie a bow on the the new phone story. When I got online, they asked me to fill out my social security number. And I was looking at it and said, all three of the actors in this transaction should already have that. So I'm out. <laughs> I bailed. <laughs> I closed the tab at that moment. And I said, I'm going to the store. I don't, I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> but that, was, that was it for me. <laughs> I said, I, I can't do it. You know, I know all three of you have it before. So what are we doing here? At the moment of truth. And that's what, it, that's what it comes down to, right? That customer experience, everything else can be right. But if you're not thinking about the customer and how to make it easy for them, you're, you're, you're going you're gonna to have that abandoned shopping cart every time. That's it. Yep. I'm now a data point. I, I bailed at this stage <laughs> of the process. They know exactly where it was. They know so much about me <laughs> when, it, when I bailed. So um, I'm guessing that somebody somewhere will take that up and hopefully uh, make, make the process better. Um, well, Steve, always a pleasure chatting. Uh, really interesting food for thought here. Um, again, the company is called Beyond the Arc. They do this kind of stuff all day, every day. Steve, uh, thank you again for joining me. We'll see you again at Finnovate West coming up here in a couple of months. But until then, uh, it's been a pleasure. Great. Thanks, Greg. Appreciate it. The Finnovate podcast is produced by Informa Connect in association with Provoke.fm Media. Check out Finnovate.com for information on Finnovate's upcoming shows and to learn how you can get involved. The discount code Finnovate Podcast will save you 20% on tickets to all of our events. And you can email us at info at for information on sponsoring, speaking, or demoing. Thanks for listening.